Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Linky. Welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with a mental illness. Before we get started, a note. We are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. Hi everyone, we are back. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Mental Health Awareness Month and really just how it is an important part of the calendar. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and we dedicate this month to talk about all things mental health and mental illness. Um, Abby, what do you think about this month? I mean, I'm excited because I think I only became aware of like the month being, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month, probably around about last year. But I mean, it does make a lot of sense because I think we were all like inundated lately and also interconnected on like an online space. You see different kinds of holidays. So there's like National Hot Dog Day or whatever, whatever kind of day. So to have like an entire month dedicated to mental health and I would almost say by proxy mental illnesses I think is pretty huge and quite important for us to appreciate especially as a podcast that you know talks about living with both sides of those you know you you mentioned just how um like living with both sides and I think sometimes we don't delineate between the two but I think when I think about mental health I think it's really just a holistic view it's it's our mental wellness Mm -hmm. and and how we look after ourselves and how we make sure that our mental health is a priority and I think that's why I like the awareness month because I think the whole month we can focus on what am I doing from the little things that are self-care to my daily habits which help me maintain Um, mental wellness and I think we don't prioritize it enough so I I really like having this month where people can talk openly about not just their challenges but the wonderful things they have in their toolbox as well true and I think it's sometimes for me I kind of tend to almost occupy a middle space because I think as with everything good that happens in the world there's also a lot of unfortunately bad that comes with it simultaneously so I do think obviously there will be the more opportunistic types of people who you know use the month as a way to maybe gain traction on their pages or whatever else but then I think it's also really cool for people like us who you know it is every day and I'll continue to say that because it really is every day and not just you know people like us who who live with mental illnesses every single day but also people who have been through acute cases and sort of like how I would say for me mental health awareness month encapsulates the nuance of mental health in itself so I think that's something I appreciate about that and something that I sometimes forget that it it really isn't chronic for a lot of people but they that doesn't mean their experiences are not valid you know I think with chronic cases those kind of don't get as much attention. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of a sad reality is that Mm -hmm. when you have a chronic case, it almost seems like there's something wrong with you. There's something you're not doing right to have cured it. And Mm -hmm. I think we raise that awareness that having 
um, a mental illness can be long-term and when it is, it, it needs to be treated like any other chronic illness. Um, so I, I think that perspective also shouldn't, like you say, invalidate the others. And I think mm -hmm. when we come together, which I'm seeing more and more of, there's just so much more information and, and there is more awareness. There is just more people speaking up, more people understanding what the issues are. And as a result, like just more overall, more understanding. So I, you know, I, I kind of like that. And I think, um, I think, you know, I kind of think of my own experience and, and I think, you know, we talk about mental illness and a lot of the times we won't name it. We won't say depression, anxiety, mood disorder, personality disorder, you know, within those categories, what that means. And I think because there's a lot of shame attached to it. And so mm -hmm. months like this allow people to say, oh, okay, I thought that this disorder meant that, or I thought that, you know, I, I had like a misconception about certain illness, mental illnesses, and now I know better. And now I know not to call people crazy. Now mm -hmm. I know um, that, you know, people shouldn't be disqualified based on their mental illness. And so I think that's, that's one of the good things that comes out of this month. 100%. And I think, you know, kind of going back to what you said, initially about you know sort of not trying to compare or put into competition you know the experience of acute sufferers and chronic sufferers but I do think you know as someone you know as two long-term sufferers or chronic sufferers it is really difficult or you might find that you want to hold back on talking about you know what it is you're going through because it's like oh she's just complaining again you know you should be grateful for ABC it's like no 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 two things can be true at the same time do you know what I mean you can be absolutely grateful and acknowledge all of the opportunities and privileges that you have in your life however it doesn't take away from the fact that I am suffering from this thing that requires quite a lot of my mental space yes. you know and I think when we talk about mental health awareness month we talk about that and we talk about it should be you know we should be able to hold space for more ideas and more and you know more experiences outside of just I'm okay or I'm having a great day or my day is kind of yeah you know what I mean like so, all of these things should be able to be to exist within the same plane and that's okay obviously and I, I think yeah. what's, what's also really important about mental health awareness month is almost allowing people who don't understand in and for them to come and present their questions you know, because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think we don't have enough compassion. And I've talked about this before for people who don't get it. I think just as much as we feel judged, we judge them. And so mm -hmm. we're like, you should be more understanding or you should be more informed. And they're not. And it's mm -hmm. okay for them to ask what some would term stupid questions. You know, mm -hmm. it's okay for them to ask those questions that are uncomfortable. And yeah. we have the right to say, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't feel like answering or um, no, you don't need to know what my overall diagnosis is. Um, some of the things that I've heard in the past also boil down to not understanding why multiple diagnoses can be given to the same person. Mm -hmm. And again, I, you know, it's, it's, I don't know why we do that in the mental health space, but we don't do that in the physical health space. If somebody yeah. says I have a cold and 
um, I have muscle pain. No one is going to say to you, oh, no, you can't have the two of those at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. pick one almost or which is the more severe one. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think when we when we engage openly, and I think that's really what both of us are trying to say, when we engage openly on both sides and we're Mm -hmm. willing to 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 let go of our judgments and our expectations of one another, then we can have open, authentic conversations about things. And then we can learn from one another. Um, I do, I feel like, especially in the workplace, mental illness is um, frowned upon and people are very judgmental. But in actual fact, I'm just as qualified, you know, I'm just as capable. Mm -hmm. Um, It just means that for me, as with somebody with a physical disability, I need to manage myself differently. That's all. Yeah, exactly. And we, no one is putting the, well, I mean, I mean, some people do, but I mean, I don't put the responsibility of the management of my mental health on anyone else. Yes. At least I try not to. So I think, you know, what we ask for as mental health sufferers within a workspace is support. That's it, right? And however that support may sometimes present itself I think with the advent of like you know COVID and lockdowns and people having to adapt onto more virtual spaces and really understand the toll that you know stress and sudden changes and stuff like that can really affect the human mind even as someone who does not suffer from a mental illness because I think the statistics say that you know every adult will have at least one depressive episode in their lifetime and I think you know um, lockdown has really shown us that that there are these stresses and circumstances that people cannot predict Mm. so a workspace has to have that support for people but unfortunately in a lot of workspaces that doesn't exist yet there aren't those those vehicles there isn't like an in-house or um, an in-office psychologist that people can just go chat to but I do think you know like you said we do have to have compassion but simultaneously I think it's it's also almost knowing the difference between compassion and not having to engage with someone who for example is just there to get a rise out of you because I've definitely been on the receiving end of that where you know where someone is um sort of like on the on the not the offensive but is going out of their way to upset me because they know they can do that right because I wouldn't necessarily say I'm someone who wears their heart on their sleeve but you know when I'm sitting in front of someone new I like what you see is what you get really I'm not trying to be anything other than what I am so when you do or maybe open up a little bit too much to others and they see it as a okay I'm gonna just pounce on this and stay on it and irritate you until I get the um, reaction that you that I want out of you I think it's it's critical to be able to you know know the difference between ignorance and hostility I I see your point I do mm-hmm. and I think there are people out there who try to ruffle our feathers knowing what mm-hmm. you're going through um, knowing exactly. that that specific thing will be a trigger and I, I go back to what you said is no one else is responsible for my mental health except me. And so when mm-hmm. I take responsibility for it, I get to choose who's in my space. And that's where boundaries come in. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think that's definitely where I'm able to enforce a boundary and be like, this is not going to, I'm not going to allow you to come into my space and violate my peace. Exactly. And I think that's, that's, that's a great awareness to have. Um, you know, I think all in all, we can agree that this month is important, mm-hmm. but I also want to stress that we shouldn't wait for months before we talk um, about things. We can't wait for an awareness month before something becomes important for us. Because like you said, we have seen just through COVID how our mental health and our mental space is so critical to our overall functioning. So yeah, so when we, you know, when we, when we just box it into this one space and then the rest of the time we forget about it, that's mm-hmm. not helpful either. No, 100%, because I think there is that want to, and I find it especially prevalent amongst women where you always just have to almost show up like you're okay. And I think, you know, the one of the main points or the main, you know, conversation prompts that I would like to see coming out of this month, just for me personally, is to say that, no, I don't have to hold it together all the time. I don't owe that to people, which is not to say, no, you have to be, you know, a, a trembling massive tears all the time or every day but there are obviously those people who it should be okay for you to display that to but simultaneously it it can't be an obligation all the time for you to be okay sufferer or not or acute or whatever else you want to call it we are all going through something or we're still all going through something that is very traumatic i don't think we've had a pandemic in the better part of a century for example I agree. And, you know, you touched on something and you said, we don't have to be okay. And I Mm -hmm. think that reminds me of, you know, the idea of saying no without Mm -hmm. just not, not no and no. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Complete sentence. And I think when we're not okay, we're allowed to say, no, we're allowed Mm -hmm. to say, I can't, or I'm not available. Um, Mm -hmm. and people should respect that whether they understand the why or not, whether you've given Mm -hmm. them the why or not. Um, and I think, you know, we've gone into this in a bit more detail, but, um, obviously that's not when you've made a commitment and you all of a sudden jump out of it, but Mm -hmm. we expect so much from one another. A lot of the time we expect so many explanations. We expect so much space. We, we expect to occupy so much space in other people's lives mm-hmm. that we forget that people are allowed to be themselves and people are allowed to be different to us and mm-hmm. people are allowed, like I said, to say no. Um, one of the things that I just thought of right now also is that, you know, as I was saying that we shouldn't just think about this for one month is that when we often lose people to mental illness, um, that's when all of a sudden people say, oh my gosh, I, I wish they'd spoken to me. I wish they'd reached out to me. And obviously at that point, it's too late, unfortunately. And I mm-hmm. think this is another time in the year where we're able to say, if someone reaches out to you or if someone starts to tell you that they're not okay, if you can't handle it, don't invalidate them. Point them you know, mm-hmm. in the direction of someone who can. Um, redirect Mm -hmm. them to places that can help them but I think a lot of the time we shut people down we 
completely invalidate their experiences and then it overwhelms them. We would be better if we started to understand one another and started to talk amongst each other um, Mm -hmm. more openly and honestly, and we would avoid that a lot more. Totally. And I think, you know, going forward, I mean, in every month as it is, I would think, you know, it's, it should be okay to just talk, you know, I think we've, we've often talked about this in, you know, on the podcast and also in our personal lives where it's just like, sometimes you just need like a, a pair of ears and that that's okay. You can almost like talk yourself to being okay, or you can talk yourself back from the brink if I can put it that way do you know what I mean and I think it's we 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 as people I don't know what it is but we're not very good at talking to each other for some weird reason that's something that I've like surmised like for example I've seen it in you know when I'm just talking to some of my friends and they're asking for relationship advice and I'm like well what you just said to me then just say to your partner do you know what I mean and so I think it goes vice versa if you have a concern about a friend who you notice or you you note that maybe they're not they're displaying signs of like disordered eating or are having a depressive episode that's more obvious than they think it's okay to just go to that person and be like hey are you like I've noticed this. I don't know if you want to talk about it. If you don't, that's fine. But I think I want to bring it to your attention that I see you. Yes. And I I care. And yes. if you want to come to me, you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today. Share your thoughts. Share your questions. Anything that comes to mind, we'd love to hear from you. We are on Facebook and Instagram, and you can email us as well with anything you want to hear us talk about on this podcast. And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed on this podcast are our own. Our views and the views of any guests on our show cannot be construed as advice or should be used as medical recommendation. If you need help, please consult a licensed medical professional.